1: Welcome to Learn to Buy and
0: Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying,
1: selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and Sell com. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. It's a wonderful day, I'm going to tell you. I started out my week right. I got to listen to Max Licato, and I'm going to tell you, it was a great message. You know, we always forget about that little punk inside of us, but he brought it out in his message last night, and we all got a little of that, you know. And he forgets to tell. I don't think he quite finished the message that fits me. Pride, greed, jealousy, that little punk in there is part of that. He got cut off in, in traffic. Was that pride? Was that rights? Oh, man, I got my, are you on my road? You ever felt like that? Hey, sometimes I feel like some of these drivers that we're driving around in these old automobiles, they feel like it's their road, and we're in their way. You ever thought about that? Man, get off my road. I pay taxes. We all pay taxes. But I'm going to tell you, we're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, about the buying and selling cars. We got to get transportation, but it's a weapon we're driving around. Oh yeah, but we need the weapons that God gives us to protect ourselves. The whole armor of God. You need the whole armor of God when you walk into these dealerships. We need the whole armor of God when we're driving. We got to drive safely. We got to drive. You know, somebody. We're all preoccupied. Uh, I used to ride a Harley Davidson, and I've been riding Harleys long enough. Let me tell you, you were a sissy if you had electric start. That's how long I've been driving riding a Harley, but I had to quit. Too many people are texting. Too many people can't talk and drive at the same time. Uh, and I was bad about that. I used to have two phones, and I'm I, this is no joke. I used to be on two phones, so I've had to lay my phone down. Man, I tell you, it was like an addiction, you know, because I'm doing business all the time, and I got to lay my phone down. Well, we got to do what we got to do. But I'm going to read you something. What the, you got to do it. Oh, man, I ran into this. Wonderful, wonderful. Magazine I get to the dealers. Hey, that dealer's car dealers. To the dealers. It's the first rule in sales. Borrow, sell high. Oh, man, sell high. Does that ring a bell with you? It's almost quite obviously the way you make a profit. We So we get it. When it stings a little, to let a car go less than it's worth. Excuse me? You mean you gave somebody a decent deal? But to make room on the lot, yeah? Well, we're going to talk about the market in a minute. You got to do what you got to do. Oh, man. And that's in bright red lettering. Oh, man. You got to do what you got to do to make money. Hey, I'm telling you, expenses. Overhead is gone. Hey, name a living expense that we survive on that's gone down in the last 10 years. Zero. Oh, I had a guy tell me one. He said, computers. I said, bull, only we need more of them, more gadgets, and they cost more. I said, the price, initial price is about like a boat. You know, a friend of mine was looking at a high dollar boat. And it was $600,000. And he said, man, the boat's cheap. I just don't know if I can handle the maintenance. Well, the Computers the same way. We don't know if we can handle the maintenance. They're always doing something. They're just like automobiles. What man makes, breaks. Nothing will last forever. Nothing. So here we are. We're struggling. And we're trying to survive. We're trying to make all we can make. And the dealer's overhead has gone up 30% in the last two years. I know mine. I've I've been cutting mine, getting it lower and lower. I've lived all my life with the Dave Ramsey rule. Pay for it. Get your overhead cheap. Do it right. Tell the truth. If your word's no good, son, you're no good. That's what my dad told me in 1963. And I've lived by that law. I've lived by that rule, and he was 100% right. I'll tell you. If you can't tell the truth, oh, I want to hold it, we, the politicians, I forgot about politicians, the car dealers. Car de- I've told you all the laws they break, all the things that's going on, how they get to you every way they can. Hey, and I tell you what, we're going to open up the phone lines just in case you don't talk to me about anything about the car business. We're going to talk about the market next, but let me open the lines up, 210-308-8867. Thank you, Shema. Thank you. Mr. Barron's supposed to be in the studio somewhere. He's always checking on me make sure that I'm down the narrow and the straight, you know, make sure that I don't get out of line. He's, he's, one of these days he's going to trust me. I just know it. So we're going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. But give us a call, 210 308 We'll talk about anything. It don't matter. Maybe we can talk about politics. I, a lot of people don't like my politics because I love America and I love capitalism. But the problem with capitalism is the money factor. Oh, man, when money gets in the middle of it, oh, man, can it hurt? Can it, just like I said, it stings when they have to sell one for less than it's worth. Oh, man, how often does that happen? Not very often. You know, yeah, hey, and the market has dropped. I had Mannheim Auction tell me, man, you predicted the market right. Well, I was the Holy Spirit, wasn't me. Man, I ain't got nothing to do with it. The Holy Spirit opened my vision. I used to look at the world through a straw, and that was about my vision. And now, good Lord and the Holy Spirit's opened my vision where I can see things happening. But I want to teach you. The vision of this show is to explain the car business. We go to school for everything in the world, but we don't go to school for buying and selling cars. And I want to be your mentor. I want to help you on your next purchase, but examine a lot of purchases in your life. A lot of them. Because there's so many of them that we make. Remember I talk about that exercise equipment? Yeah. The one you got hanging clothes on. You had great intentions. Well, what was your intentions on your last purchase of your automobile? Go keep it forever. You've lost that love and feeling. Oh man, I'm a. This is the best one. It's the and everybody ought to look at me. Just like I talk about the guy that gets out of Maserati at church. He wants to get out, put his elbow on it, see if anybody's looking at him. You ever get that feeling? I want everybody to look at what I'm driving. Is that pride? Is that greed? Is that keeping up with the Joneses? Or do you want to draw jealousy? I want everybody to be jealous of me. Oh yeah. Is jealous? How far is it go in your, Is it got the root down in you so hard that you gotta buy something to make somebody else jealous? We want you to think of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes, we need transportation, but the best kind of car is a paid-for car, and there's only two kinds of cars a Ford and can't afford. Man, them can't affords will sting you, and you get get behind the wheel, and your wife says, "I told you you shouldn't have bought it." Yes, no, you didn't, dear. You told me to buy it. Oh no, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I'm just trying to be nice. You worked so hard. I wanted to reward yourself. Hey, I got a account manager that rewarded himself, and he can't put his kids in his car. And now, hey, when he first got it, he parked it way out from the st- station. And he didn't want nobody to partner him. We all made fun of him. We were all going to go out there and just back up to him and get out on the other side where he can't get in his car, open the door, scare him that we bumped him or something, you know. And so, but now he's lost that love and feeling. Oh, man, three months? He, he lost the love in three months? The payment's still coming. You remember the payments? Probably, I'm guessing, 72 to 84 months. Are you locked up in prison and the market has dropped? We're going to talk about the market. I told you a while ago, the market I predicted has dropped started September 15th and it's kind of hit the bottom right now. I think we're on the bottom, but how would you like to be some of these large used car dealers that own their cars two and three thousand too much because the cars that are over $12,000 has dropped two to $3,000. How would you like to own about 1500 of them? at two and three thousand too much. And to guess who's gonna to have to pay for it? I've seen a lot of black tags lately, and that means somebody just bought a unit. And they bought it on the old market. I explained to you before and I'm it's I'm trying to I'm trying to instill in you slowly but surely and repeat it. I'm sorry i repeat it number one. We got listeners that are just tuning in, we got listeners that haven't heard this show. Every week I get new listeners. But it's just like the stock market. Uh, uh, September first, the stock was a hundred dollars a share. Wow, hundred dollars! What a bargain! And now it's seventy dollars. Are you going to buy that stock at seventy? Are you going to buy it at a hundred? We're in the new market. This is today's market. There's cars that were worth twenty thousand; it's worth seventeen now. There's cars that were seventeen worth fourteen, fifteenth. Now you. And they still want to make money. they still got the overhead. A lot of these places, a million and a half a month to open the door. And so we want them to make money. We want to make them to make the 5%, 6 8%, but not the 30%, 40 50% like some of these dealers will because they'll spin you, four square, you know. So do you want to buy on the real market that's today, or do you want to live on the past? We talk about living in the past do you want to live in the future? Do you want to live on what's going on today? So you need to know what the market is today, and it's taken a tremendous drop. You've got to put a little effort in, work hard, figure out what a car is worth. The easy way to do that is go to my website, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. I'll make an offer on your car. I'm going to make a little money. You can sell me the car. You'll know what a car is worth. You know what trade-in is. Uh, if you know what you should sell the car for, I will give you free advice. The website's free. This radio show's free. Uh, so take take advantage of what's free. Hey, I'm, I'm here to be your mentor. I'm here to, to show you the vision I've got. Yeah, I had one of the big time, in my opinion, the worst dealers in the world to deal with in this town. And they... The One of the owners, and there's several owners, and they're from a foreign country, and they said they made uh, talking sounds with their hands, and he kind of squatted down a little bit, like maybe a duck, I don't know. Maybe he's making fun of me there. He said, noise, 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 that's all you're doing, you're making noise, you're not hurting us. Hey, I'm making a difference. They've changed their ads. They used to not price a car, and now they're pricing cars. I must be getting under their skin. I want to get under their skin. I want to be the best I can be at being your mentor to teaching you everything you need to know. Back to my website. Go to learn Find out what the real market is. I'll make you an offer on the car. The other side of the website, learntobuyandsellcars.com is, uh, how to buy. Get your credit score. Know exactly what it is. Look at your credit. Make sure it's cleaned up. There's no hiccups. No, nothing on there. It shouldn't be on there. Small unpaid bills. Hey, I've got a great, uh, credit mender in Corpus Christi, Texas. If you need the help, he used to work for Dave Ramsey. He's certified with Dave Ramsey. Great, great guy. So you want to know exactly how to clean it up, and he's fair, honest. He's not a rip-off artist. I've checked him out. sure like him. He does it right. So get your credit. Score lined up, cleaned up, ready to go. Talk to a bank, credit union. Find out what you're going to have to pay. Find out what the interest is going to run, what the total note's going to be, how many months... Uh, then figure out what your car is going to be worth if you buy a 15000 or $12,000 car. Look at a car that's three to five years old, about how long you think you're going to be, how many miles it's going to be, what's going to be worth after that amount of time. That way you know what loss of value. The worst investment on earth is an automobile transportation. It eats money. It breaks. It's got insurance on it. It's got usage on it. It's got the market on it and the market's down. Hey, if you're looking to buy a car, wait another two weeks. Dealers can't take the losses. They got some tremendous losses. They got some dealers, new car dealers, especially and used car dealers, they got five hundred, a thousand cars that's lost money in the market and they can't take the loss or they won't take the loss or they're expecting it to jump back up. Hey, you just never know. The market may come up a little, but not much. Uh, if you're looking for a good one to four thousand, five thousand dollar car, do it now. Because let me tell you something. These dealers are going to pump up. The market's going to jump up a little bit in December because few of the note dealers buy here, pay here are going to buy a few cars and it's going to go up a little. Not, not as much as normal. And then income tax checks, we're going to have a short income tax check season just coming around. So if you're looking for that cheaper car, do it for, until December 1st. Get out there and find you good, cheap transportation. Do your homework. Know a mechanic. Know a body shop. Know everybody that you need to know so you know exactly what you're buying and what you're paying. I want you to be on solid ground making common-sense decisions, your needs, your budget, what you can afford, what you really need in this old world. Because let me tell you something, uh, you know, I I, I knew a gentleman years ago, and uh, part of this I've lived by, I guess, and part of it not. His dad told him on his deathbed, said, Son, I've left you enough money to live on that you'll never have to work. Uh, Now, you will have to go to work if you get married. And, and get a car, his dad owned several cars. he said, "Sell my car and if you never get a car and you never give a wife, well, you got to complete yourself. you got to complete my wife has been a blessing in my life. Um, I love women Of course, you know what Jesus Christ gave me love for everybody. Come to think about it, I've never talked about that. you know the more forgiveness you have in your life, the more love God will give you for other people. He'll have you loving people you used to never think you'd ever love. People that you couldn't stand, you'll love. The more forgiveness in your life, the more love for other people you'll have. Hey, and when you love other people, you're ready to give back. When you love everybody, you'll be a giver, not a taker. When you love everybody, you'll feel sorry for them. You want the best for them. I've had some friends of mine that... Can't believe I'm doing this show. Can't believe I'm giving back. Can't believe I'm telling all the tricks and the secrets and everything that's going on. But let me tell you something. Don't you deserve an even playing field? Don't you deserve to be educated? Are we just like the liberals in this town who want to keep everybody uneducated and the poor? The title of this show is, And the Poor? you will always have with you. That's what Jesus said. Why? Why did he say that? Call your friends, call your neighbors, call anybody, and tell them the second half of the show, I'm going to explain what I see today, what Jesus meant today, and why. And I'm going to dissect that pretty good. I've had Barron and I had a few other people and I've told everybody, I said what the title of the show was, The Poor. You will have with them you will have them with you always? Why? That's a pretty good question. But I'm gonna explain why the government wants you that way and everybody else wants you that way. Because they wanna keep your vote, they wanna keep you down, they wanna keep you uneducated, the dealers wanna keep you uneducated. They don't want to even playing field. I've explained to you before, if they go buy something, they want to buy it from the best, the most truthful. They want the best deal. They want everything their way. They want to make sure they're on top of their game. They go in there controlled, educated, put an effort in. Hey, they, they know because the car business, you got to be that way. You're walking into a trained group of people that will take every available dollar you got. It takes a lot of money to open up these dealerships. It takes a lot of money for most of these dealers to be happy. And they, they've got the managers. I explained to you about a buddy of mine that I sold him a Dodge truck a lot cheaper than his son did. And his son worked for a Dodge dealership. But I explained to him, your son has to, has to. He doesn't have a choice. He has to follow protocol. He's got to charge you what the dealership, their overhead, what their must. I've got a dealership that sells a lot more units, and I get the best prices. I know the good dealers. Eighty percent of them will spin you, four-square you, beat you up, do everything they can, and 20 percent will tell you the truth. I know that 20 percent. I've dealt with them all. I've been in the business 53 years. I know the good, the bad, and the ugly dealers. I know the ones that will spin you, four-square you, lie to you take advantage of you, intimidate you, send the team against you. And you think you know it all? Oh, man, oh, yeah, I love these people that know everything they need to know. And you know what? Respect yourself. Here's an article. His Madness Explains Why Even the Most Seasoned and Successful F&I, that's finance and insurance pros, need a support team from the sales team. Oh man, they complain about the over. This is my words, not I didn't. I'm not reading this. But well, let me read right out of the book. Mm-hmm. Love them or hate them, F and I managers are the most resilient people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. These hard-working crushed souls have the endurance of a long-distance runner and a patience of a saint. Oh man, they have patience of the saint taking our money. I don't know if they, they, should they put Saint in that in this magazine? And they're talking about making more money off you? Quietly consider the best closers in the store. Oh, yeah, they're the best closers. They want your money. They walk a tightrope of profit over a canyon filled with rules and regulations because the dealers cause it themselves. They're the ones that cause the rules and regulations. They're the one that walk on the gray line. Won't tell the truth. Work as hard as they can to get every available dollar they can off of you. Treat the customer like you want to be treated. When you walk in to buy that new refrigerator, when you walk in to buy that new TV, they do their homework. They know who's got the best deal, who's treating them right, who's going to tell them the truth, who'll stand behind their word. But a car dealer don't want to do that? You know, they want to take advantage of you? That's why I hassle-free auto buying. We charge $195 to do all the negotiating, do all the work, make sure that your credit's right, make sure that you're getting the right deal on your financing, make sure you get plenty for your trade. I had a dealer I told everybody three months ago that uh, wanted to trade more than I, and he gave 1000 more than I did. But he had a place to go with it, he knew where to sell it. And new car dealerships can get more money than used car dealers for their cars, even though the used car dealers try, but they really can't overall, day in day out. So, what are you what are you doing about it? Hasslefreeautobuying.com. Go to go take look at the website. We save people thousands of dollars. And sometimes 10000 You don't want to be a preferred customer with a VIP card. Oh, man, I got a VIP card from, ain't I, special? I'm so special like walking to that dealership, like a lamb walking into slaughter. And, oh, man, I don't know what the prices are. I haven't shopped prices. I haven't found out what my credit score is. I'm ready to buy whatever they want to sell. I haven't shot prices, see what the best deal, what I expect. I don't know what my trade's worth. I haven't checked that out. Takes a little effort to save you a lot of money. Well, we do that a lot. Hassle-free auto buying. And right now, just before the end of the year, if you own a company or you work for a company, and the CPA waits to the last minute, you know how these CPAs are. They they wait till the last minute and they say you need to get rid of some equipment. You need to write that equipment off. You need to get rid of it. Don't do it the last two weeks of the year. Do it now. Call me at my office eight three zero. 625 7159. I'll give you that number again. But call me at my office or go to my website, learn to buy and sell I'll make you an offer on that car. I want you to know exactly what it's worth. I'll buy your equipment. I'll buy your trucks, vans, whatever. Hey, and I've got a oh I've got a brand sixteen with thirty thousand mile, three quarter ton Chevy cargo van. If you need one of those, got a fifteen Chevrolet 15 passenger van, well in the money. We picked up some stuff. Some stuff's getting available, but I'm on the new market, not the old market. You're going to like my prices. You're going to like our deals because I stay ahead of the market due the Holy Spirit. Good Lord gives me the vision, gives me the opportunity, gives me the wisdom. And patience, patience. This book talks about an F&I person having the patience of a saint. Oh, man. I mean, and the dealers have caused all of that, and they complain about their overhead. Hey, did we cause them to buy these $50 million dealerships? Did we cause them to have their overhead at a million and a half a month? Son, it's your own darn fault. They they own them. They got the stress. They got to make the money. And guess who they're going to make it off of? You, Bubba. Yeah, come on in here. We love you. Oh, man, we'll take care of you. We're your friends. We'll be here for you forever. Forever, we love you, but if you happen to go to another dealership, we may not like you anymore. yeah, you ever had that call? You bought a car somewhere else, and you spent all the time with me. We spent six hours yeah, i I talked it. Hey, have you got six, eight hours of the battle, the meanest, toughest guys you've ever seen in your life? got walking in a professional fight in a ring with a professional fighter that's ready, educated in fit, ready to go. And you walk in there thinking you're going to outsmart these people? You're going to out-trade these people? You're going to outdo these people? Let me say you land a park. If you believe that, I'll say you land a park. I'm going to write the deed down on a piece of paper, but I'll say you land a park if you think you can be outwit, outwork, outsmart the guys that are trained 365 days out of the year that have one and two iron I was talking to a friend of mine that works at a dealership they had an hour and 45 minute meeting the other day on all the deals that they were working wow this is Randy Adams learn to buy and sell cars.com hasslefree auto phone number at my office if you going have any questions 830. 830- Six two five seven one five nine. We're gonna be back in a minute. Call your friends and neighbors. We're gonna well, I'm gonna give you that little tip. What Jesus said. God bless you. Thank you, San Antonio. Now back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Thank you, San Antonio. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Is your light shining? Are you? Your people, you're lifting them up. You making a difference. I hope I'm making a difference. I Hope I'm making such a difference in your life that you learn and you grow and you teach others. You help others. Help them to open their minds. Help them to make good common sense. Help them to follow the Bible and what it says. You know, so many, often so many, even Christians, live only to make a good impression on others or to try to please themselves. Oh, man, I worked so hard I deserve it. And then you lose the love for it. You lose that loving feeling. You think that you've made this great purchase and you've lost the joy, the real joy. You know, the word happiness visions us of unwrapping Christmas gifts. Oh, man, that Christmas morning, strolling hand in hand with the one that we love, being so surprised on your Christmas, on your birthday. Man, responding with, you know, unbridled laughter. Man, just so happy, just like a comedian on vacation. Boys, you're so happy about you know, being, getting something that's so special, and everybody wants to be happy, chasing after the elusive idea of a long-life pursuit, you know, spending money, collecting things, searching for that new experience. But if happiness depends on material things, or our circumstances, or what's happening when we're you know, receiving a toy or a new car or, you know, is that where your happiness is? You know, does it deteriorate? Is the money stolen? Is the party over? You lose the value here. We give a friend of mine $78,000 for a new truck. Is the happiness over after three or four months? Does despair set in? In contrast to your happiness, That stands with a joy. You lost your joy. You know, running deeper, stronger. Joy is is the quiet, confident assurance of God's love and work in our lives. Is God working in your life? Jesus said that the poor will always be with us. Why? Why did He say that? Did He say that about material things or about the Spirit? Most of the time we think about material things, money. The the poor will always be with us. But I've always looked at that Scripture as saying the poor is going to be with us because what about the, the world chasing that dollar, trying to take it away from us, number one. And what about bad decisions? I mean, how often do we make bad decisions based, based on what we want what our neighbor has, what our brother-in-law has, what our co-worker has. You know, rather than what we really need and can afford, two kinds of Ford and can't afford, that's two kinds of cars. And them can't affords, like I tell you, they will cost you heart, heartache, relationships, more money. And the more, you know, you ever bought a car that you just can't quit spending money on? Hey, I have. I bought, I've I got a BMW that way right now. I poured as much money in that dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. But, you know, what man makes breaks. That's all there is to it. And we, you know, these manufacturers build new cars because they know they're not going to last forever. But has your joy gone away because that car is keeping you poor? The worst investment, I keep telling you, on this earth is transportation. Has the dealerships helped you keep you poor? Your bad decisions, your pride, greed, your jealousy, your selfishness. Oh, I'm going to buy me a new Corvette. Oh, yeah, I love it. And the value goes down, and it breaks, and it wears out. And insurance, these insurance rates go up every month, every year. Talking to two ladies the other day, both driving 2012s, both blessed, almost paid for And one of them got their insurance, and it went up again. And she had a perfect record. Excuse me? Our values go down on our vehicles, and the insurance rates go up? Another cost, another way of staying poor, another need that we need. Hey, get a good, cheap transportation. Don't pay them high rates. Get you just basic insurance. I mean, Jay Ramsey... And my mother could have taught J- Dave Ramsey this his course. She taught me, and she taught me right. Why waste money? But think about that: if you're wasting money, are you wasting time? And that's hard earn money after tax dollar. You you owe twenty thousand on a car. You got to pay back, You got to go make twenty-four thousand to pay that twenty thousand, and then it loses value. And we're on our knees praying, Lord make this car worth something when I get through paying for it. I mean, you ever felt like you're chasing the wind, trying to pay for a car? Felt like, man, we've lost that desire. Hey, I love, you know, Proverbs 1, five. let the wise listen and add to their learning. Well, we've got to learn not to be poor. And, it, and if it's poor in spirit, is it because... Of unforgiveness because we don't know Jesus? Or is it because, you know, uh you you're letting the objects, the things we own, control your joy? That keeps you poor? Have you bought stuff that you've wasted your money on? Have you bought that automobile that you thought you was gonna keep forever? Yet you're, you're praying it's gonna be worth something time you pay it off, and then get to the end and I, just like the gentleman that called on another station. Hey, my car's paid for. I got one payment. I'm going to buy me a new one. Is it the American way to have a car payment? Pay yourself. Don't touch it. Put it in the bank. Hey, you don't have to have the newest, the greatest, and the latest. Hey, I've walked those shoes. It didn't help me. I had to have, I had to prove myself. I had to be that person. I had to prove that I had the biggest and the baddest and the best, and I wanted everybody to take notice. It didn't help me at one cent. It didn't help me at all. I look back and see, the the, and it wasn't really jealousy. It was me trying to prove myself. I was so insecure. I've, I've told you before, insecure people chase after love. Secure people attract love. Which one are you? I was so insecure. I had to prove myself. What I owned, what I was, had the biggest and the baddest. Oh man, one, uh, one I won a in State for building street rods. Did I don't even have the trophies no more. I don't know what I did with them. They wasn't worth nothing. Don't have the cars no more. Sold them. The joy left, so I sold a car. I had to go to something else. Are we we live in that situation? Once the car is paid for, we got to go to the next challenge to prove ourselves, to prove that we need a new car. What are you trying to prove on your next purchase? Who you are? Who classifies you? Do you classify yourself or do you let other people classify you? Do you let your coworkers and your friends? I'm glad I didn't listen to my co-workers, my friends, my family, because I wouldn't be on radio today. I had business people. I had I had radio stations that didn't even want me because I was going to tell the truth. They were scared that they were going to lose the other advertisers, the car dealers that pump up big-time money, that tell you whatever you want, that entice you to come in, entice you to buy a new one, that's easy payments, they forget to tell you about you don't forget about insurance breakage wear out this that and the other And I had a gentleman tell me he said man, he said I used to do those things. Thank you for your radio show. Thank you that the next purchase I'm going to do it better. We can't live on the past. Yes, we've made mistakes. I've seen so many people come to my lot and wanting to sell their car to me but they owe 10 fifteen thousand too much. Hassle-free auto buying will help you buy a new one, but it's still going to lose value. I had a gentleman tell me, he said, I want a new Suburban, and, you know, we're going to spend $70,000. I said, yeah, I can save you on your purchase now. How long are you going to keep it? How many miles are you going to put on it? What is it going to be worth in five years? You're going to put it on a 60-month note? That's great. Right now, because we see so many 84-month people locked in prison, we got a few minutes. You know, I guess I ought to put the phone number out again, 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. we got a few minutes if you'd like to call in. But he wanted to know what is that vehicle is going to be worth. I said, he, you know, you're going to get the use out of it, make a better decision, we'll save you some money right now, hasslefreeautobuying.com. And I bought his trade. We got him a new Suburban. He knows where he's going to be in five years. He knows what the mile's going to be, and he knows what the value's going to be, and he can afford it, and he has accepted it. I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'll buy if you've got a bunch of company trucks or whatever. I bought his Suburban with some miles. But a nice Suburban, well taken care of. They take pride in what they own. But pride, not pride, pride, but taking care of something. There's a pride, there's there's several types of pride. There's a pride trying to prove yourself, that's a pride that gets offended, but the pride in owning something is the one where you put the effort in to take care of it. you clean it up, you be the best you can be. You try your best to make it right, to do right. You know, wisdom, and I'm trying to give you wisdom, doesn't work unless you put it in effect. It doesn't matter. And wisdom doesn't matter to, if you don't use it. Don't give it to somebody else. You know, God's given us wisdom to give to others, not to just hoard it up, not to be prideful about it, but to use it for His good, His glory, and what He can do about turning your life around. I've explained to you, and I I do a lot of that. I'm on KSLR 630 the next next, uh, uh, 9 to 10 o'clock. I'm on KSLR. I do a little bit more of my life change, uh, what's happened to me in my life, what's going on, the best I can be. Uh, Tune into us, 630 a.m., that's the that's uh, KSLR, and I'll be on there this morning, nine to ten, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the Lord saying that the poor will always be with us. Well you, did, do you are you poor because of your decisions? Because you believe a salesperson knows your needs. A salesperson knows what things will make your your life better that will give you joy? Do they know how to pump up your emotions? Have your last emotions bought your last car? You let your emotions overwhelm you and make sure that you you made that last purchase? And it was, oh, man, it was so huge. You know, uh, the more you focus on yourself, the worse purchase you're going to make. If it's selfish, if you're selfish, you know, the people you are more focused is how you how you look in that car. The more sacrifice that you can't afford, we want to look good, and that's the hard problem. That's the problem that causes you to pay more money. You know, and then the dealers the payment promises without the problems, and everything's got problems. Everything's got it. But how do you look at it? How do you overcome it? How do you prepare? Do you let emotions or do you don't worry about it? You pray about it, trust in the Lord, and get it handled. That's what I've had to tell a lot of people lately because they come up to my car lot. They give me a call. You need to give me a call if you're coming that way, the best thing, 830-625-7159 if you want to sell me your car. Like I said, I have a bunch come up lately. I'm not a miracle worker. The Lord does the miracles, not me. Um, no, I can't pay off your car if you owe ten or 15000 too much. Not, I didn't do it. I didn't make those decisions. I didn't buy with the emotions, pride, greed, keeping up with the Joneses, jealousy. So you, I want you to be the best person you can be, to be a leader around you, to be a leader and an example to the coworkers, the family, you know, You've really got to, if this takes an effort, and we don't put any effort in there. We don't really try hard enough when it comes to buying a car. We jump up one morning, look on the Internet, go find us a car, buy it. We don't do enough prayer. We don't do enough work. We don't do enough studying. And we do it all in a couple of days. Hey, you need to be doing this year long. You need to watch the market, talk to your mechanic, talk to people, talk to on those kind of cars that you're thinking about buying. It's up to you. It's your hard-earned money. Do you want to give it away? Do you want to give it to somebody? You know, the more I'm convinced we become that Jesus is our God, we believe and convince that Jesus is our God, the more we will see his power and his love. His mighty works shows us that He is able to save anyone, and I'm one of those, a lot of people didn't think I'd ever get saved, regardless of his or her past. His miracles of forgiveness brings healing, wholesome, and changed lives to those who trust Him. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that between 9 and 10 on 630. That's the... KSLR, just a little bit more of what has been going on in my life, the changes in my life, the desires in my life, the desires to be the best, the desires to grow. You know, the real evidence of our belief is the way we act. Well, I'm going to tell you, I I try to do my best. None of us are perfect, just like Max Mikato, I mean, uh, he had a great message about the punk inside of us coming out. Has the punk come out in you when you walk into a dealership? They know how to pull that punk out. They know how to pull the punk inside of us that makes those purchases. That punk that lives in us, hey, he oh, he pops up. I mean, if he can pop up, and Max Licato, who I highly uh trust and believe, and he's a man of God, you don't think it won't pop up in you? You don't think you're not prepared for any kind of situation? This happened out on the street. How many times have you been riled up in the street? How many times have you let your emotions control you and take advantage of you and go wild? How many times you walk into a dealership that is painted to brighten up has the salesperson been trained to lift you up and how he's been trained just in case he can't sell you to bring his partner in. And if he can't sell it, bring another partner in. And if they can't close you, they go get the closer. See, you got all these people watching you. You don't understand that the cameras are on you. The mics are on you. The questionnaires on you. The classes that have been trained on is on you. And then you walk in there. And you think, oh, man, I've got, I'm better than, I'm smarter than these people. I got this deal. And he's my friend. Would a friend take every available dollar that you've got, put you in prison for 84 months at an interest rate most of the times higher than what you deserve? And you're going to, you think, you forget about 84 months. Easy payments, easy payments. Have you ever heard that before? Easy payments. Well, those easy payments last a long time. I'm just trying to get you mentally, physically, spiritually ready for your next purchase. You know, don't do it. If you're buying a car and right now with the market flat, dropped, and the new market is here, which is cheaper, which is best for you, now your trade, which is older, is going to be worth a little less. So you've got to figure that in. That's fine. But the one you're looking at, over ten, twelve thousand dollars 12000 has dropped a bunch. This is a good time to buy because these guys have got to sell. But can they stand the loss? Can they sell it at the real market? Can they sell it at the new market? See, you've got to be prepared for that. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com Follow the easy process of describing a car. I'll make an offer on your car. You'll know where you stand. You need to know where you stand. Dealers are trained not to give you all the money. They're trained to beat you up, tell you you don't want your car no more. Nobody else wants your car. We don't want your car. We're going to wholesale it. But a lot of dealers make 10000 20000 a week wholesaling the cars they don't want. What do they make on the ones they want? So you need to know exactly what your vehicle's worth. And I'll make an offer on it. That way you know what you're standing. Sell it to me. Sell it to somebody else. We're buying a lot of cars off the radio. Thank you, San Antonio. I want to tell you what you call worth. You got a car sitting, get rid of it. Take that money and do something else. Get it out of the driveway. Um, working on stuff that people haven't been driving and need to get rid of it. Old cars. I, I mentioned in one of my sh- the- about a '69. I'm, I'm sorry, '71 Corvette. I've taken in trade. Um, I've been too busy to take pictures. We've got them up online. But I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. i um, trying to buy a Model A Coupe, sold a Model A Coupe, um, got called on a 56 Chevrolet. I need a 55 Chevy four-door for a gentleman. If you've got a 55 Chevrolet four-door, give me a call, 830 830- Sixty-five seven one five nine. Got a three-quarter ton cargo van, a 16 with low miles and nice. Got a 15-passenger a 15, 15 van that's a, that's a bargain, way, way cheaper than a new one. And love to have yours. Hey, if you've got a hotel, you got a business, you, got, uh, you need to exchange your equipment, we'll sell you one, buy you one. I want your trade. Don't let these dealers, I had a new car dealer taking 10 vans in on trade. This was about two years ago. And they told the customer they really didn't want them. They offered them 500 a apiece for them. Right now I'm dealing with a company, and they want me to come look at 10 Ford trucks. And they all got a lot of miles, you know, a lot of miles. They've had them a long time, and they want me to make an offer on them because they can't get anybody to make an offer on them. And none of them run. I'm going to make an offer on all 10 trucks. I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. You need to know what your vehicle's worth. You don't need to be ripped off. And, you, and I'm not like Auto Trader Buying Center where I'll entice you to come in. We put your VIN number in. It automatically cuts the price. And then I'm going to beat you up on every little dent, scratch, anything that's on there. I want to be fair with you. I want to tell you the truth. My overhead's low. I'm getting it even lower. I want to, I'll take a short profit on automobile. I'll help you. I'll direct you where to sell it. You need to know exactly what it's worth. And that's why I'm here. I want to be your mentor. I wanna be your I wanna be a friend that's not gonna charge you nothing. Website, radio show, learn to buy and sellcars dot com, dot com will will charge you a hundred and ninety five dollars, but it'll save you thousands of dollars. And if you go to a preferred dealership with a VIP card, I've got dealers, individuals used to work there. They used to make $8,000 a piece. How hard do you work for 8000 What do you got to make to pay 8000 profit to a dealer? And you got to know about looking at your contract. Hey, we, we get most of our cars delivered to your door. I had two ladies I talked about. In Corpus, we got two brand-new cars delivered down to Corpus. They shopped the paint on their used ones trying to get the best price. We beat their price. We had them delivered to their door. They loved it. They told me it's the best experience they ever had. These ladies were over 60 and they buy a new car every other year. Well, that's what we're trying to do with you. Help you to be the best you can be to make that's your hard-earned money. But take my advice and do whatever you want to. If it's for me, I want to save money. I want to make better decisions. Uh, some people think I'm crazy because I'm paying for a lot of money to be on radio to help you make better decisions. But the Lord's got His hand on me. That's why this show's been successful. That's why it's growing. That's why so many other radio stations would love to have me on because they care about your well-being. This station cares about your well-being. They want you to be ready, able, willing to make the best decisions you can make on your next purchase. And that's why they do care about you. They want you to... Be the best you can be. They want you to learn. They want you to grow. Be open-minded, making good, common-sense decisions. And that's why I'm here. I'm here to open your mind to make you a better purchaser. This is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSaleCars.com. Like I tell you, go to my website. It's free. LearnToBuyAndSaleCars.com. Follow the easy descriptions. Go to the other side. Follow the easy way of learning how to buy a car. Tell your friends and neighbors, tell 20 people to listen to us at 9 o'clock today on 630 AM, the uh, KSLR. We're going to have more, and it's going to be a different show and a little more information. So please go there and uh, take your time to buy your next car. But also, if you have any kind of question at all, I'm in New Brunswick on I-35. My phone number is 830-625-7159. I'd love to buy your car. I'd love to help you. I'd love to assist you. Uh, we've got some people we've sold some stuff to, but what man makes breaks. And I'm not perfect, but let me tell you something. I'm trying my best to give you the right information, but learning sometimes not perfect. You've got to open your mind and be ready. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Live longer. Forgive everybody. What's your name?